Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. And I couldn't be more excited to have a wonderful friend and colleague on today. Oh, my God. I'll see ya. Hello. How are Hi. you? Hi. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. Yeah, I'm really pleased to um, have been invited to talk with you. I listen to your podcast. And I love the stories. So, um, yeah, really, yeah, really excited to share my story. Yes, I'm excited to have you on today. And I was, you know what, I think I was trying to think of if I've ever actually heard you pronounce your last name. No. Um, okay. So my <laughs> last name is Loach. Loach. <laughs> yes. I just, I just tried to stray away from it being the insect variety. Right. It's actually a fish. <laughs> the Loach. The Loach. I see a Loach. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Well, because I, I was like, I we uh, we had a chance to meet um, in London. Uh, gosh, was that last month or the month before? Maybe. My goodness, it's like time is flying by. Um, at, yeah. on, on the speaker scene for SharePoint Saturday London, and um, just you know, we were up in the London Eye. Thank you, Seb Matthews, and uh, the folks that sponsored that, and we just could not stop talking. So um, awesome. <laughs> I wanted to have you on and uh, just connect again because I uh, we started talking about all the cool things you're doing in the world and um, will you tell everybody a little bit about you know um, what what you're doing today where you where let's let's start with where you work and what you're doing there. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, I work at Hewlett Packard Enterprise, mm-hmm. um, formerly known as HP. So uh, back when I joined. Um, HPE, as we're now known, um, the company split into two. So we have HPI, which right. it, they do the sort of desktops and servers and and that kind of um, hardware stuff that everybody you know identifies with the HP name. Right. Um, but I work for the other half, which is HPE, which is Hewlett Packard Enterprise, um, and specifically I work in the Point Next Services division. So we are the people who um, we do consultancy. We help to. Um, sort of enable digital transformation, large transformation programs, yeah? Yep. Um, one of our major programs that people might recognize is the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Oh, yeah. Um, which is in North London. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an amazing stadium. <laughs> I've got some really cheesy pictures of me, like, before and after. You cool. know, here's the stadium being built, and then, whoa, here's the stadium, and it's complete 100% pervasive Wi-Fi that works. It's oh, wow. Great. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome venue <laughs> i know it works yeah it's great and um yeah it does all sorts of fantastic wayfinding that helps um to give the fan experience you know like a wow factor sure um so you don't have to queue up too long to get your hot dog or your burger and that kind of stuff you can right. really enjoy the game yeah. yeah so that's what i do i'm a technical consult- technical consultant there yeah um so i help to deliver the project um so i'm one of those resources that gets dropped in awesome. and we um make the magic happen that's yeah I you know what that that's a perfect job title for you you know making the magic happen I think that's definitely yeah. who you are <laughs> yes, definitely <laughs> That's awesome and, um, yeah and you know you and I were talking about uh, uh, diversity and in, in, in tech and diversity and inclusion in tech and 
we had a cool we've had, we had a couple of very cool conversations about that and i i love visiting other places you know outside the us where i live and and getting perspectives from people from all over the world and different geographies and you know from different places and all of that and i know you're really involved with those initiatives inside of hp and maybe you'd share what you're doing there with everybody with our listeners yeah, so um, basically, uh, uh, I mean, uh, the, the the views I share now um, aren't HPE specifically, but I can share with you the activities that I'm involved in. Yeah, sure. okay. you know, disclaimer time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Fair in case enough. anybody, Fair enough. you yep. know, gets offended by something I say. Yeah. <laughs> but um, basically, HPE are a really inclusive employer. Um, I kind of tick the boxes. Um, on that score, if anybody looks me up, you'll, you'll know exactly what I mean. You know, I'm female, um, and there is a real issue in the sector, just basically in tech, mm-hmm. that women are underrepresented in technical roles. Yeah. Um, so HPE, uh, within the company, they're working really, really proactively to address those issues. And um, as a part of that initiative, Um, I sort of stepped forward to help to lead in the Tech Women program. Mm -hmm. So that's a a Europe-wide initiative, an EMEA, as we call it, Mm -hmm. um, to try to to sort of signpost women um, and also for people like myself who work in a technical career path um, job to to share or experiences um, and to, to, to let other women know that actually, do you know what? It might be 17% um, in the UK, that is the statistics, 17% of female represented in technical roles to 83% men. But you know what? The 83% men, they're actually quite cool. Um, they're actually quite welcoming and they're great to work with because personally, I've worked in this space since I was a graduate. Um, so I've always been the only girl on the team. Mm. And I've never really thought of myself in a lot of instances as the only girl in the room. Yeah. You sort of forget mm-hmm. your gender. Yep. Um, when the people you work with empower you and support you and um, enable you and you see yourself as just a part of the team, it doesn't matter Doesn't matter to, to you if the person who's thrown the ball, I like to work with analogies because I love netball. <laughs> the person who's throwing me the ball is yep. a guy or a girl. It uh-huh. doesn't matter. Yep. You know, uh-huh. it's whether or not they threw the ball to me and I could catch it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So with the Tech Women Initiative, the thing I stress the most in the program is that it's not so much about me being a female. It's whether I'm confident and capable at what I do. Yeah. And that's the message that we want to say is that look, confident, capable females, um, the roles in tech are just too good to pass over. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, the opportunities are just, you know, they're amazing. The flexible working opportunities, um, the technology is actually quite mature now. Things like Office 365. And I know that you are like a SharePoint girl as well. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. a SharePoint girl. Yeah. I was cheerleading for SharePoint, you know, before before the world realized yeah. what SharePoint was. It, were you, was were like, you on the Tahoe, the, ski, the Tahoe skis <laughs> as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I exactly. I know yep. exactly what you mean. So, yep. so the, the, the whole point is that the, the maturity of the technology, yeah, that can be implemented in the workplace enables a kind of flexible working and that kind of working from home, um, which never existed back in the early 1990s, yeah, which enables females to, to really um, 
create that balance in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have the baby on your knee, but you're still um, writing the project plan. You know. Yeah. Sure. Or, or if you have the baby on your knee, you can still like load the dishwasher and you're, you know, <laughs> you're running the meeting. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so I, I just think it's just too good to keep as a secret. I could keep quiet yeah. and just not share it with anybody else sure. and say, oh, you know what? It's really tough. It's really hard work. It is really hard work. But you know what? If you've got the right tools, yeah, you can work smart. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes your life just so much more enjoyable. Uh, for instance, today um, we have this new initiative. It's totally awesome. I really should keep quiet, but I can't. <laughs> so well, this later. will come out in a few weeks, so maybe you'll be all right. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have this. We we've been given a wellness Friday, so every Friday we can take um we can basically log out three hours before end of the close of play for the day wow and then you are encouraged to just do something for you so either you know exercise spend time with friends and family be mindful so i decided to kind of combine everything (laughs) yeah so i went off i went off to the pick your own Uh and i picked some strawberries Uh and then i went and i got a bottle of champagne (laughs) And I called my friend up and I said, I've got my wellness Friday. How about I come over? Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yes, I turned up with, you know, strawberries picked by me, bit of champagne. I managed to read a really good um, heartwarming book before picking the strawberries. So I said, I'm all yours and we can just like just feast. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually talking to you from her kitchen. So yeah, it's that's awesome. It, you know, it's great. It's great to have those kind of initiatives and to be able to do that. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, I just I, I can't I can't help but but share it. Yeah. And hope that other women, um, you know, other smart, capable, confident women step forward and say, you know what, I want a piece of that too. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and other employers hear something like that and go, you know, maybe that's an interesting idea. What about a wellness Friday? You know, uh, there's a lot of places that don't do things like that. And I think that hearing about those initiatives, you know, I think people are looking for ways to keep us happy, you know, at work, you know, and to keep us productive. Yes. Right. And so I think you know, yes, people step forward and saying, yes, we need that, I think, one. And then also, you know, an employer going, you know, and, and HP, HPE, it's huge, right? I mean, that's a big company. So kudos yeah. in many ways. Oh, I, okay, I want to know what book you read. Oh, gosh. Oh, um, yeah. So you're probably going to, you probably read this. Huh. I don't know if I was inspired by you. Oh. <laughs> it's called Slay in Your Lane. I think you told me about oh. it on the London Eye. Yeah, Slay in Your Lane. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, right on. That's yeah. great. It's so funny. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm sort of, since I run my own businesses, I guess I'm giving myself my own Wellness Friday, if you will, because I just um, flew from Los Angeles. I'm in Sonoma County right now at a friend's house um she's working and i stopped at the mac boutique uh in alaska airlines at lax and got her some uh, little mac travel size makeup and i'm gonna and i'm gonna meet her and go have champagne at my favorite place up here because i used to live up here we're gonna go to iron horse and do some tasting so yeah so um, i think we're on the the same plane lady (laughs) 
achieving balance in life, isn't it? Um, yeah, it and certainly I think is. Happy people are productive people. Yes. And I was saying to my friend that you know, my boss can always ask me to do something extra. Yeah, because yeah, you know, they they give extra. Yeah, right. And yeah, it yeah, goes both it swings, ways. Yeah, it swings around about, isn't it? Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's a huge thing that. Um, you know, it's like there's so much right now about, um, I would say, employee engagement and company culture and and also diversity and inclusion. And I think but it, it, there's this there's a larger there's a there's an umbrella that I think is um, unfolding. That's, you know, there's been a lot of rain, a lot of like, I don't know, acid rain. It's <laughs> been kind of bad. And so if I'm using an analogy, an umbrella of be, thinking about mindfulness and I don't know. I have, so I was talking to somebody the other day and we were, we were, we were talking about balance and a, another MVP friend ducks had said something about this and Brene Brown talk. There's a lot of people that sort of talk about work life balance. And I'm kind of of the mind that, you know, we're on 24 seven now, you know, like we're, I don't feel yeah. like we shut off. And so work and life to me are so blended. And I have so many friends that I work with and, we're in each other's lives and, you know, it's like I I try to have conversations sometimes that are just about, I don't know, like uh, Salvador Dali or whatever, you know, but end up, we do end up, you know, talking about work. And do you find that that, that it's just a blend, you know, like, yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, life life gets a bit, yeah, it's it, because, as you say, it's it's kind of like you're switched on. The internet doesn't go down, does it? Yeah. I mean, unless you live rurally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So you're you're always connected and yeah. um and also our brains. I don't know about you, but I really do have to practice mindfulness. Yes. Um, to shut down my brain mm-hmm. because it it's on. Yep. You know, well, thankfully because I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's on and it's 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 sort of you know tallying lists of things to do. Yeah. Um, yep. and my list of things to do. It's a blend, like you say, it's a blend of work, it's yep. a blend of charity initiatives, yep. it's a blend of, you know, just life happening, yeah. you yeah. know, you got to feed yourself, you got to do the, the shopping, you yep. got to um, walk the dog, yep. you know, Clean you got clothes. to push the hoover around, yep. and and yeah, my brain, even though I my body wants to switch off, because my body's like, I'm really tired brain, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my brain can still keep going, even when I'm like lying down in bed going, I want to sleep, Yeah. so um. So that you say, yeah, so you do need to find that that separation or that moment where you just literally go and you switch it off. Yep. Um, yeah, and it, it, you know, I mean, not saying that champagne switches it off, switches it off, but <laughs> it helps. It maybe turns it, <laughs> it down a little. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, time with friends, time yeah. with family, yep. time Good just, book. I love being by water, mm-hmm. so time just stood looking over still water. Yep. Um, still is me. Yeah. As well. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Got to find time for that. Yeah, I find when I don't, I, I I try very very hard to keep my morning practice um, of writing in my gratitude journal, of meditating for a bit, and not touching my phone until after I've eaten breakfast and done something physical. And it's so hard. And I actually just got an alarm clock, a new alarm clock that isn't my phone. I have an, I have an Alexa as well, but <laughs> um, idea. yeah, well, it just, it was like, if you're touching, somebody said to me, if you're stroking or your phone bef- as you get up and before you go to bed, that's the bad thing to be stroking. And I was like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, good point. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, I think that, that there's a lot of things that we can be doing. And um, yeah, Do, are you a meditator? Do you meditate? Um, well, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not terribly good at meditation because yeah. like, because like I said, my brain just yeah. doesn't like mm-hmm. to shut off. Mm-hmm. So instead, um, I get those moments when I run. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, because just the sheer pain of running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Zen moment. A distraction. Yeah. It's a Zen moment for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a distraction. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I tend to. I tend to run, and because I can feel the pain in my legs, and I can feel my heart beat, yeah, sure. I have to concentrate on my breathing, yeah. you know, and there's so much going on, I have no time to really start to to think through um, the things I've got to do, my list, my right. list disappears, and instead it's just kind of like survival mode. Yeah. Um, the other activity I've recently taken up mm-hmm. in the past couple of years, which does that as well, which is awesome, uh-huh. is diving. Oh, yeah. I love I, yep. survival mode. <laughs> I know it's so awesome and so scary all at the same time, and I love it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because I tell you what, there's nothing. There's nothing like submerging yourself under like 18 meters of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. With just something in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for you to breathe in and out of, and then all the other stuff going on, you know, flotation and all buoyancy and all the rest of it going on. Yep. To to really um you know clear your head <laughs> yeah agreed we'll have to go diving no, somewhere i would i didn't know you were a diver we'll have to do that that'd be awesome oh yeah that'd be okay yeah, so i'm gonna go to mexico next week oh and cool. um, my daughter is in belize and she said the diving was awesome oh, they yeah. had five nurse sharks mm. follow them on their dive wow um yeah so and she's gone to see dugongs and and all sorts so cool. yeah definitely okay that's a date yeah. all right yeah we'll we'll take that offline and because <laughs> yeah, i love mexico as well so cool mm-hmm. okay fair enough um i want to switch gears a little bit and talk about mm-hmm. um you know you not only you're, you're obviously working in technology and um, working for HPE and doing all these great things and initiatives. And I know you have another initiative in the charitable world uh, that's super cool, the, your, your Pocket Angel app. I would love for you to tell our listeners about that because it's so neat. And and before you do that, where where are you right now in the world? Oh, so at, at the moment, I am... Well, or where, based, where do you live? Um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> where do I live? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because I'm actually at my friend's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I live in the southeast of the United Kingdom. Yeah. So, the southeast of England. Yep. Um, near Gatwick Airport. So, for those of you who fly into Gatwick, if okay. you look out the window on the side and you see fields <laughs> just as you're about to land, uh-huh. my house is in one of the little villages oh, around wow. the airport. Goodness. Um and so I live sort of in a village south of Dorking. It's called Newdigate. Okay. Um, when the kids were growing up, I said all the nudies are in Newdigate. <laughs> um, they're not. <laughs> they're not. It's just it's just a very quintessential English village with you know two pubs, a church, yeah. and a village shop, right, yeah, right. and lots of fields. <laughs> and that's where I am. Fantastic, yeah. <laughs> and so, did Pocket Angel start there? Or t- well, tell everybody about that because that's just so neat. So please, yeah. So, um, yeah, so this is one of those blended moments, yeah? yeah? Sure. So as a part of my new job with HPE, which takes me across the United Kingdom because I'm in delivery, so I go to the customer site um, 
I, I sort of started traveling across the United Kingdom. And um, I guess a bit like most cities in the world, most places in the world now, we have a growing um, number of homeless people. Um, and we have rough sleepers. So those are the homeless people who are sort of visible, um, who you see sat on the curb, you know, um, on the pavement, um, asking for help, yeah? Yeah. And so as a part of my visits to customer sites, um, I started to to notice the numbers of rough sleepers. and say in year one, let's just say hypothetically, you know, I noticed that there were five people on the pavement in a certain area. Uh-huh. Um, the second year, that number doubled. Um, and, you know, by the middle of the second year, it looked like something's going wrong in society. Yeah. Um, so the analyst in me comes to the fore. Right. Um, and you sort of, you know, you start to pick up the newspaper and you see the articles and you, you listen to the news and you hear the news. Um, but not only that, um, I started to have really personal close encounters with homeless people, with rough sleepers. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I have to, I have to clarify when I say rough sleepers, I'm talking about the people who are very visible, the ones that we see begging on the streets who, who physically are sat on the pavement yeah okay, yep. because homelessness has a wide range of people mm. we have hidden homeless as well people who are sofa surfing okay right right so the people who impacted me at first were the ones i could see who would ask me for food or a hot drink and um in england we've got a bit of a reputation for <laughs> cold drippy gray weather mm-hmm. um which Personally, I don't, I, you know, I'm not very good at. So when I'm wrapped up in my coat with my scarf and my hat and my gloves and you see me and I look like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm you know, equipped for Siberia. Right. And I see somebody else who's sat with very little on, you yeah. know, asking me for a cup of coffee. I can't help but to help to help them. Yeah. And it actually, I felt at one point as if my heart was breaking. Yeah. Um, so I started putting aside an allowance um, for coffees, you know. So you just had to ask me, you got a coffee, that's it. Um, and I, I'd have to go and buy the coffee because uh, personally, and it's a personal choice for me, mm-hmm. I don't give cash yep. because I don't want the person spending the cash on, you know, on certain items that I wouldn't personally buy myself. Yeah. And I don't want to perpetuate a cycle of addiction. So I would feel compelled to join the queue in Costa or or Starbucks or whatever. Other coffee brands are available um, to buy a cup of coffee. Um, And then I had guilty moments where I couldn't because, you know, as I said, I'm doing this for work. So I'm going off on a client visit and I've got a time that I need to get to the client for. And if the queue is too long, then... I can't get you the coffee. And because of my own principle of not giving cash, yeah. I, fa- I faced a bit of a dilemma. You mm-hmm. know, that moment of crisis where you go, well, if I could give you something that isn't cash, but be sure that you got the coffee, you know, right, that right. would be great. Yep. So I then called up like some of the major charities mm-hmm. and asked, you know, do you have a voucher? Could I just buy some vouchers so I can give out to these people? Um, 
And they said, no, they didn't have a system like that. And I was quite surprised that, that they didn't have a system. I just thought yeah. it was a de facto thing because we're all used to getting gift cards. I sure. mean, I get gift cards all the time for Christmas. And right. I was thinking, well, it's just a gift card, you know, loaded yeah. with money. Mm-hmm. It's not that not that difficult because, of course, we're techie people, aren't we? Yes, so, we you are. Know, <laughs> it's not that hard. Right. Oh, I tell you how much, yeah, how much was I to learn? <laughs> Still on. <laughs> always learning. So, yeah, always um, learning. Yep. Oh, always learning. Life is a learning experience. Yes, it is. So, um, so I then decided to draft a design mm-hmm. of how I thought a voucher system should work. You know, wireframe, uh-huh. storyboard. Yeah. You know the usual stuff that we do. Yep. Um, to design a system, mm-hmm. and I put in a nice little package, and I, I, I emailed all the heads of major charities and said you know, like a gift, you know, here's a system I think you guys could really benefit from developing, um, you know, if you need any help, please let me know. But, you know, kindest regards, Alcia, really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. And I waited a year and nothing turned up. Really? And I was just like, I can't believe they haven't done it. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I can't believe they haven't done it. Right. So I went on Twitter and then started following a few of these people mm-hmm. and kind of like, plugging it yep nudging <laughs> and yep nobody bit and I, then you know you know sometimes life is a wonderful way of giving you a cliche that you then actually learn the true meaning of the cliche when you're living it uh-huh. when people say if not you then who right and if not now then when yep yeah yeah i had that moment like last year summer 2018 so the summer of 2018 i watched a program it wasn't even the summer it was the winter of 2018 so it must be january february mm-hmm. i watched a program on the nightly news yeah mm-hmm. where a homeless man died in front of a bedding superstore oh my goodness and the image was of a police cordon and the person was there and he was, had, had apparently frozen to death because we'd had a, a bit of a cold snap, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and in the window were duvets and pillows on oh. a lovely bed. And sorry, I have to struggle not to cry because I'm a bit yeah. of a liar. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, not on my watch. Mm-hmm. This should not happen, you know? And it's, it's dark, yeah? yeah, to think that in one of the richest countries of the world, this could happen. And so I got really angry. Yeah. But it's that kind of righteous anger that you feel, that you think, well, do you know what? I'm going to do something about this. Yeah. And so um, I took the same plans that I had and said, okay, fine, they're not going to do it, I'll do it. And I sort of reached out um, to resources to ask if they could develop the app. But obviously, you know, a lot of the resources I know, they're all stuck doing like their paid job. And they're like, oh, we'd love to help, but really busy. You can see how busy we are. Mm -hmm. So um, call it the universe or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I literally just went, I really need somebody to help with this app. And my mobile phone rang and it was an Indian company who were looking for work in the SharePoint space. Uh Uh-huh. And I said to them, I'm not a decision maker when it comes to, the, you know, who my employer mm-hmm. employs. Right. 
But guess what, guys? I've got a great opportunity for you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. And they said, okay, explain what it is. And I told them. And apparently it pulled on their heartstrings. Mm. Um, and they said, okay, so what's your budget? And I kid you not, I stood there and thought, well, okay, how much could I reasonably expect to crowdfund? Right, <laughs> so, right, sure. So I just went, um, £5,000? And they said, oh, and what does it look like? So I sent them all, all the design things because I've had those already done. Yeah. They called me back the next day and they said, okay, from what from the design you've given us, you, re- you do realize it wouldn't cost £5,000? And I said, yeah, but that's all I could think that I could reasonably get from yeah. crowdfunding sure. in a short time. And they said, okay, we'll do it at a discounted price for you. Wow. Yeah, as goodwill because we can see that it's altruistic and all that. So yeah. I'm like, okay, great. So that's it. We started. We started work and um, wow. a prototype was made. I hit the £5,000 um, limit that I'd set myself. Wow. Uh, target that is on, mm-hmm. get this. To, I will never forget this. On December the 31st, 2018, at exactly midnight, I oh. hit the target. No way. I had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I hit the target. It was the happiest New Year's present <laughs> I'd ever had yeah. from anybody. Sure. And it was, it was actually a young girl that I knew who said that she just had this feeling that she had to just make a donation. And she donated, you know, the equivalent of a month's salary for herself. Yeah. Wow. Um, to push us over the finish line. But the message it just sent to me was, you know, this is going to happen, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like like I was being willed, pushed to, you know, just do it. So, um, so yeah, so since then, oh, I don't know how to describe the story now. It's just been one, one bit of um, serendipity after another. Yay. It's just been wonderful. So I, I doorstopped the UK and I managing director of HPE, mm-hmm. a great guy called Mark Waters. Sorry, Mark, I'm giving you a shout out. You know, I don't want to embarrass <laughs> you or anything. Um, but I doorstopped him um, and I, I'd been practicing my elevator pitch for about two months. Yeah. Um, and anybody who knows me knows that being succinct is not my strong suit. So to get an elevator pitch down to, you know, like three minutes to win over Mark was going to be like, an, you know, yeah. an amazing accomplishment for me. Sure. I did it. And he just said, email me, email me what you want. Yeah. I'll see what I can do for you. Yeah. And off the back of that, um, he basically um, sort of just sent out emails asking other staff if they wanted to volunteer. Yeah, uh-huh. pro bono. Yeah. It's all about volunteering. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a really good response from the global marketing team, a really good response from the global legal team. Um, so off the back of that, um, marketing helped to secure a team of really young people who have a really cool name. The bright young things <laughs> from Brighton <laughs> University. Oh, I cool! Know. You couldn't make it up. So I had this team. I was, can you imagine when I wake up to a team from a team of really young, enthusiastic people? Yeah, right. Want to help you, and they're called the bright young things, and you just need to direct them. <laughs> That's amazing! Wow, great. 
So I got the Bright Young Things. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the marketing and all the promotion and all the events planning for us to recruit um, partners because we need service providers to accept the vouchers. Sure. And then um, legal, you know, I got two people from legal um, who said they'll help to set up Pocket Angel, you know, to be a charitable organization. So, you know, the, the whole formality of all the paperwork that you yeah. have to go through and all the hoops you have to jump through that was suddenly taken away from me um so i got a really vibrant amazing um young lawyer called yashin mm-hmm. who um is now a part of pocket the pocket angel leadership team mm-hmm. um and she is formalizing the structure for pocket angel so that we can you know we can um meet a public benefit we can help to get ourselves some grant funding and just basically have the right sort of structure you mm-hmm. know so that sure. um the benefit of pocket angel will be for the vulnerable people that it was designed to help yeah, yeah. wonderful um so yeah so you know when they say was it you can only reach a height by standing on the shoulder of giants yes. yeah yes for me my giant was actually my I can't call him my colleague, but he's, you know, he's like the, at the very top here in the UK is our managing director. And for you to be able to say that about the place you work and the person who is in charge of you, I think is an awesome thing. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that person actually takes the time to listen, yeah. to listen actively and to act. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was brilliant. Um, and so where are we now? with this so I'm painting a picture I've got marketing team I've got um, you know a team of trustees Um, well we have to say trustees in quotation and in that team of trustees I also have another colleague who I work with in the SharePoint space Andy Ginn who has done everything imaginable from website editing to you know pavement pounding in Brighton to talk to service providers, um, you know, to to just basically putting up a cardboard city to make it look like a homeless, you know, um, a homeless uh, shelter for us to put on a VR experience, um, which, which is an immersive video wow. in, a, in, a, in a Google Oculus headset oh, wow. that transports you to the level of the rough, the rough sleeper. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel as if you're sat on the pavement mm-hmm. and the world is walking past you. Wow. Um, and that video footage, the VR video footage, um, we've been kindly given permission to use it by another awesome charity called The Passage, um, who do some amazing work um, in the homeless sector. And yeah, so it's just been. I don't know, Heather, you know, how to describe the journey. It's been, oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and the, and the app, so the app itself provides a voucher. It's a cash alternative. And then there's products from businesses who have signed up to be part of Pocket Angel. You can buy the voucher using the app. You give the code or the voucher to the, the rough sleeper, and then they can present it and get certain things is that how that works yes brilliant so okay yeah you got it yeah so yeah exactly so um yeah so the 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 app helps you to buy that voucher like you say yeah and on the voucher it's a six digit code okay yeah yep and that six digit code 
um, so far the providers are the service providers, so the business who will give the person the hot drink or right. the meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, they only need to be presented with um, that six-digit code. They they don't even need you to print out oh, wow. a voucher. Okay. Okay. They just want the six-digit code. So sure. they've agreed that the person could even come with it scribbled in their hand. Yeah. Wow. Um, or they could take a picture of the voucher. So you have the voucher on your phone. They could take a picture of the voucher. Um, a homeless guy who spoke at, at an event that we had, uh-huh. he said he would just put it in his phone as a telephone number, oh, okay. you know, sure. or yeah. in the memo field. So people needn't worry that that six-digit code is 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 hard to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, people right. will be able to write it, take a picture of it, yeah. you know, do whatever they want because the businesses so far have just said it's okay if they come in and say pocket angel gave me a six-digit code we will give them the goods yeah yeah the important bit is they will only get what the code is valid for so if it's a hot drink they get a hot drink they don't get any change uh-huh. okay and they don't get any cash right so we're we're also um keeping cash out of the system yep um you know also that transaction and the benefit of that is that any change will be put into a pool Mm -hmm. which will then be divided to help the other charities who are doing like awesome work when it comes to um mental health services you know because it's usually a lot of emotional breakdown and um mental health issues that affect homeless people Mm -hmm. so there's some really great charities who are who are doing work there and they have a funding gap um there are also charities who provide you know other services that we want to support so you know you didn't worry that any single aspect of your donation will be wasted yeah everything will go into a pool and everything will be directed to the services that help to give that wraparound service to help people out of homelessness gotcha and is it so that and the uh, app will be available later this summer is that right fall summer so we're gonna go for autumn okay which you guys in the in the states call the fall yes (laughs) i i I say fall as well i've got to like adjust here as well (laughs) So, um, yeah, I I was saying fall to some people. I go, no, when's fall? And I was like, autumn? Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so we're we're aiming for the autumn um, for the app to be available in the Apple Store and in the um, Play Store. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that will will be specific to only Brighton. Sure. Because – we're we're sort of starting small. Yeah. We're learning our lessons in Brighton, mm-hmm. and then we hope to move on to the next city and to expand. We've had extraordinary um, contacts from people asking, yeah. you know, can the app come to my city? I sure. mean, literally worldwide. Yes. Heather. Yeah. No, that's it. It will be that, and I can't wait for that. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But for now, it's a it's a land. Mm-hmm. and expand from yeah. Brighton. Absolutely. So unfortunately, it would only be available in Brighton. But, you know, if people want to support us, um, you know, please feel free to, to help in whatever way you can. Um, we've got a GoFundMe because mm-hmm. we we will need some kind of um, financial backing yeah. to help us with sure. the, you know, the maintenance of the app um, to get, for instance, we're thinking of getting like a charity worker on the ground in Brighton sure. to support um the initiative you know so that 
when a rough sleeper goes to the business, um, you know, that community aspect of it, we need to make sure that we have a person there, yeah, who will manage yep. relationships yep. and manage things for us. Wow. Um, cool. Yeah, so, you know, as with everything, there's always yeah. costs and yeah, yeah. and long-term, a long-term vision. Yep, that's wonderful. So, um, amazing. This is so cool! Um, so, <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, to sort of Wrap, wrapping it back into sort of everything else talk yeah. about we talk about a spark that sort of got you to where you are like with doing this sort of work with the tech it's a huge question i know you know of yeah what's what's your guiding what's what, what guides you you know what's what guides spark? me okay yeah. so yeah so um my guiding force is i guess the force that created me <laughs> um sure. and so yeah so there are all sorts of different it doesn't matter to me so i'm very open-minded um it doesn't matter to me what you call it if you call it the universe because some people have said oh, you know the universe asks and you answered or universe beckons and you, yeah. you know you do mm-hmm. um or if you call it god or um my friend <laughs> calls yeah. it the divine wi-fi um <laughs> which i think is, <laughs> is pretty awesome actually yeah, yeah. love it <laughs> um so it's it's as if there's this this driving force that um, drives us to to do good and to be good and to yeah. be liked in the world, yep. and that's why I think I had that synergy with you when we met. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I I could see the light in you, mm. and I think you could also see the light in me. Yeah. And um, it's it's that how do you put it? It's that desire to to do good and to be good you know to do to, to do your personal best yeah yeah i'm in no way bigging up myself and saying i'm this great person yeah no i'm i'm striving like everybody else is striving yeah. you know to be a better person yeah um to 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 do my best um to to live my best life and i think with pocket angel I it it definitely um, that spark was there because when I looked at that person on the pavement, yeah. I didn't see um, any number of of derogatory names that people have for those people. Yeah. Instead, I saw a being who wasn't being their best self. Right. They weren't given the opportunity to live their best life. Yeah. 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 And and but you know some people say but for the grace of god you know but for happenstance or circumstance there go i yeah yeah um and so that heartbreak that you feel or that i felt in that moment that sort of triggered that anger that i felt was you know you know how how can how can i walk past this person and ignore their plight um you know michael jackson (laughs) God rest his soul. He, you know, when he's saying about looking the man, the man in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's about seeing that suffering and, and not divorcing yourself from it, but actually feeling it, Mm -hmm. opening your heart to it and feeling it and realizing that sometimes we fall, but we need someone else to lift us up. Yeah. You know, we need somebody to give us a helping hand and not everybody has the same strength. So, we kind of have to lend our strength to someone sometimes when they need a little bit of support, yep. a little bit of kindness. Yep. Um, yeah, so so Pocket Angel, separate and apart from the app, 
we now have a long-term vision. So we have a short-term vision, which is to have this app assist, yeah, which yeah. is what I call the life support mode, yeah. where you are you are giving sustenance and you're not letting the person freeze and yeah. you're you're looking them in the eye and saying, I care for you. What do you want? And yeah. we're giving them choice as well, yeah. because remember, um, without without the um, without giving them cash, if you go and you buy the coffee, you don't know if they want a you know a flat white or a decaf <laughs> or sure. right, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or if they want a veg burger or a beef burger, which yeah, I yeah. made the mistake. I went and bought a beef burger for a vegetarian homeless guy. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, because you're on the curb doesn't mean that you've completely changed who you are. Right. Um, so the first phase is the assist. Mm-hmm. The second phase we see is restore. And that's where I'm totally excited and I can't wait to get there. Yeah. And restore is where we can voucherize and sort of crowdfund um, the journey of that person through sure. a training course. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So wow. we can provide all the meals that they need, all the drinks that they need, and then we can break the course down into so many vouchers. So mm-hmm. we can sell so many vouchers to send, you know, I don't know, let's use a really, um, you know, generic name, yeah, yeah. John. Right. So we can send John through a vocational course mm-hmm. or whatever course yeah. to get him back on his feet and back in a job. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the final stage of that is we want to have Pocket Angel home where we have like a brick and mortar home, but not mm-hmm. just any old home, like a home that I would live in, yeah, you know, right? and a home that's comfortable, a home that they can choose how to decorate their own rooms, um, but, but also a home that's like a family. Yeah. So they have a mental health specialist on, on you know, on site. Mm-hmm. They've got all the services that they need to help them on that journey back into independent living. Yep. Amazing. And then the whole wraparound of all of this is that we see our website eventually when we get a great website designer (laughs) to volunteer is we want to have pocket angel in form. And that's where we give um, the world, the community, the resources that they need um, to help them to learn how to treat these people um, you know, in a human kind way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 inform them as to what services there are near you. So you know, using geolocation, you're standing here, you see the guy there, you can tell him, you know, go there, or you see the girl there, you can tell them go there. You know what I mean? Having that useful information to inform yourself and to also to inform the person on the curb, um, and we we are also going to start a schools program and literally we're starting the schools program straight away because um, we, we found a really great volunteer who's got the right kind of um, uh, personality for it. He's a great public speaker and he is going to go into the schools with the VR headset wow. with a great PowerPoint slide deck and he's going to start straight off in the schools in the, in the surrounding area around Brighton um, you know, so teaching the young, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. from you know, from from a really tender age, as to you know the issue, the complexity of the issues behind homelessness, but also enabling them to to see Pocket Angel as a tool that they can use, right, um, to make a difference in whatever way they can. That's amazing. You're amazing. This is awesome. <laughs> Wow. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. And everybody, we will put all of the information about how to connect with Alcia and also 
Pocket Angel. I'm sure that many of you will be interested in this and want to connect and want to figure out how you can bring it to your city and help. And so we'll make sure to connect all those dots for everyone. Um, goodness. Thank you for sharing all of that in your story. It's so great. I, th there's so much I knew and so much I didn't, uh, but that always happens. It's so cool. I love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, Heather. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, you know, you're great. Thank you so much for having me. And I, I really, really look forward to your Mavens episodes and um, look forward to the next, you know, bit that I learned something on. Yeah. So that'd be great. Oh, absolutely. Well, wonderful. And yeah, keep on keeping on because you're doing good things. And I, I saw your light, you know, and, and it just, it was, I was like, oh, so <laughs> anyway, so I just want to thank oh. you for being a guest and thank you for sharing and thank you for everything you're doing in the world. It's really lovely. Oh, thank you, Heather. Thank you for everything you're doing. Oh, thank you. Well, absolutely. Well, <laughs> cheers and cheers. Yay. Yeah. Cheers and cheers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll right. have to crack those bottles of champagne soon. So, yay. Um, <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, cheers. Oh, okay. And thank you, everybody. This has been another Mavens Do It Better podcast. You can find us on all the usual places, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, on our website. And here is to another beautiful, happy Friday, big blue spinning day on this spear and thanks everybody have a great day the original music on this podcast was created by jesse case